Hey, Christian, do you like the Rolling Stones? Nope. Hey, Mitch, do you like the Rolling Stones? Some of their songs. Well, this is going to be a fun one then. Let's go. We're kicking down this motherfucking door, and we're doing that. Let's get into it. If there's anything that could be haunted, for sure that fucking chair's haunted. Then again, the internet always wins. The internet always wins. Searching around about uh, this dock I found. Let's be frank, there's piss on the floor. Just pulled out of power and he was murdered by firing squad. I'll start having pain. Three dudes in a dock. That's the one. That, that is what it's called. Okay, back for another week. And... Uh... Back for another Rolling Stones doc. Episode 112. Yeah. I think right off the bat, this one was a l- better than Cocksucker Blues. For it sure. involved the actual band a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But yeah. Keith Richards was still living Cocksucker Blues lifestyle because they didn't talk to him much. And <laughs> he looked out of it a lot was, of the time. He was very unavailable. Yeah. Just wearing flashy yeah. shit. And yeah. So yeah. So we watched Gimme Shelter. Yes. The 1970 uh, documentary following the Rolling Stones and their concert uh, uh, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And um, the events that took place, kind of. like it was, it's, it's a pretty famous event. Yeah. It was, yeah. The documentary seems to span a couple of different times and places. I yeah. like how they did it. Like content aside, it was kind of confusing, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was confusing. But once you figured out what was going on, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I will say compared to um, the other Rolling Stones doc, yeah, a lot better. Uh-huh. But man, the first like hour was fucking boring. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Yeah. In a weird way, though, that compared to the last 20 minutes, not even like the last yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. This doc was pretty, yeah, pretty boring. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that that's fair or like morally okay to say though, because the last 10 minutes, like something horrendous happens. And I don't want that to be like the exclamation point to this documentary because then this isn't really about the no, stones. But I think, I, Tyler, I think what we're saying is point, it definitely is. But well, it certainly is. But what's the word? Like, yeah. Because like you can't just have punctuation. That's kind of strange, but that's what this dog feels like. It's mm-hmm. like nothing, 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 bam. And then like, what's the It's kind of like, yeah. if you didn't know the story, it was just like, like we were saying with other episodes about how most concert documentaries are pretty fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Unless like, you're a huge fan. Yeah. And yeah. even then you're like, man, this sound is fucking terrible because mm-hmm. yeah. it's so <laughs> shitty. Like this Every is time. fucked up. And let, yeah, unless you really like the band or you were there and you're like, oh fuck, there I am. Yeah. So this, like, the first, like, three quarters, half of this is kind of like that. But you're like, oh, yeah, it's them just jumping around and, like, playing some of their songs. and. But, yeah, so I, I think, like, you kind of nailed it on the head or hit the nail on the head. That's that's the saying, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can try and... <laughs> nail the head? Nail in a hammer with a nail. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you didn't know the story of the concert, if you didn't know the events of the concert, yeah, I think for the most part through this doc, you're sitting there like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you they put like, on a free show. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then, like, it shows, like, little clips of uh, Mick Jagger watching video back yeah. and kind of get little tidbits, but you don't really know what happened. And then, like, 
again, yeah, the story, full story doesn't really unfold uh, until the last like half hour, 40 minutes mm-hmm. of the doc. Yeah. And when they're putting it together. That's, I just, I kind of noticed this just now, but Mick Jagger, it starts with some footage of, I think the drummer riding a donkey on the freeway. Yep. This was like a photo shoot thing in part. Uh, the photographer for this documentary, one of the cameramen was like one of their f- main photographers. So uh, that's what they, that doc, the doc completely starts with is an ass riding an ass. And then it cuts to footage of Mick Jagger and Chris Watts, I think is the drummer's name, Chris Watts, watching footage of legal proceedings and concerts that are, ha- a concert that's happening in Madison Square Garden. But I just realized that they, so the, the, the strange structure to this is that it makes you think that the band is watching this very documentary, but that's impossible. Right. Because footage is happening that's mm-hmm. happening to them watching it, mm-hmm. which can't possibly be in the documentary that they're mm-hmm. watching. So it's a it's a little bit of a strange structure, but the reactions that Mick Jagger was having to this footage leading up to the last ten minute clip where the big reveal happens, um, he's like super he's pleased as punch. He's like watching a donkey ride around, he's watching himself perform and he's just super happy he comments on tina turner he's like i'm glad there was a chick there once in a while because like he'd feel super left out if it was just men yeah but there's there's like a certain uh like forgetfulness because like he's been through all of what he's watching yeah he knows i guess the, the cat's got to come out of the bag now that someone got stabbed at his concert so yeah He's just like he knows what's about to happen, and yet he's enjoying the lead up so, regardless. This was I, only a year after, too, right? Because this was in '69. I, I don't think they weren't, he wasn't ever watching the footage from the free concert. He no, was, not at all. But so, like, he, he was watching footage captured by the documentarians. No, I think that was just like them capturing like uh, concert footage. I like, think they I think, were watching the free concert because no. the drummer... It leads up to it. Because the drummer's like, hey, remember, like I remember the Hells Angels. And then he says to a guy off camera, like, hey, we'll just say, like, hey, Tyler, you were there, remember? And you can hear the guy, you can That's hear Tyler Jagger. be like, yeah. no, I don't remember. That's so I, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I was laughing because I was like, oh, for legal purposes? Is he like, no, I don't, I don't remember anything. I don't know who these people are. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And, and again... But maybe, oh, okay. Maybe because I was bored through the first hour of it, I wasn't paying as much attention as I should. Like the structure on. caught me, and I was yeah. like, "This is fucking strange." Like yeah. I, I know what's about to happen because, yeah. like, we've read up on this a lot, and it's mm-hmm. a pretty famous doc. But like, I wasn't pleased watching the beginning of this documentary. I'm like, "What the fuck is he doing? Smiling, leaning back yeah. in his mm-hmm. nice clothes." See, like, the way the way I took it was those events hadn't happened yet. Like the documentarians showed the free concert events in real time once it oh, okay. once it came. Oh, it led up to itself. Yeah. Okay. okay. That, yeah. So, he, okay. so they're getting ready. They're trying to set this free concert up. Mm-hmm. He's watching old footage of Madison Square Garden, stuff what like that. What to do, what not to do. Yeah. Um, and then um, it leads into Like concerts. footage so far. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, that could definitely be it. Yeah. The, the only thing where I think the timeline kind of shifts is they're listening to a radio interview, yeah. like a radio show. Well, After. fuck, that's, yeah. that, like, I forgot that that happened, yeah. but like, then absolutely, they're watching like 
past footage of this whole event. Because they can't get that radio. But that footage, footage, the radio show, it said it was like the day after. Yeah. Right. So like. But but I I don't think it's not the same setting. Them watching the the video and then them listening to the radio. No, it is for sure. Because the drummer Chris Watts comments on, do they like, do you remember the Hells Angels guys? Because that was the same studio footage that was happening. Because they like, they wore the same clothes. They were in the same studio and it cut to the actual TV screen of the doc footage that they were watching together in the studio, it cut to that screen every time it went back to the in-the-story footage, in quotes. Yeah, I'll have to watch it again, because I, th- I thought it was different, like, same same place, maybe, um, but right. different yeah. uh, different time. I could have swore yeah. it was the same place. Yeah. Like, they're, they're reviewing the whole documentary, save for this last filming session, which is happening in the studio mm-hmm. filming them watching the film. Um, so the people that went to the concert, like anything that's free, <laughs> you're going to get some wild motherfuckers. That's a good way to put it. I never, they're like never considered. So like, even at a time when you're like, Oh man, yeah. Like hippies, <laughs> like that's awesome. But the then you're like, free shit. Fuck, it's still free shit. So if God you don't like the stones, it. you're like, I'm not fucking missing free yeah. stuff. Oh, there's gonna be a whole bunch of people like I am gonna do some wild shit. Or like obviously yeah. there was some wild shit done. Yeah. So aside from the stabbings. Aside from <laughs> the stabbings, there's one like I said to Tyler when he told me about this scene. The original Karen, I would believe. On like She's Karen number one. Like what? eight yeah. levels. Who is this? What like what part in the dock was she in? So it's getting near the end, like in the exciting part. Yeah. Yeah. In, like at Altamont. This yeah. white lady's walking around with a bucket. And a sign. Yeah. And, and what's the sign say, Tyler? Um I, I didn't read it exactly, but it was something about taking the Black Panther party down. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. 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 Hundred percent. Yes. Hundred percent. Collecting yeah. donations for the Black Panther. No, she wasn't, dude. No, no she wasn't. No, she, she wasn't. She says, and I quote, not an exact quote, but paraphrasing. If you don't believe Tyler, we have to look this yeah. up because this fucked we, me up. She said, "We are going to take down the Black Panther Party. Yep. By any means necessary. Yep. Whether it's bankrupting them. Yep. Um, um, getting them put in jail or violence and murdering them all. And in the end, they're only black people. She said that to a black guy. So this is why I don't think that that is true. I think that that was said glibly to that person, like to this black person. There's no fucking way that would have happened. Like you have to imagine, right? Like you can't say that stuff to someone like that. Dude, it's just like at that time, yeah. that lady's probably finger fucked herself to Jesus so hard. No, but then she gets a donation from the person she just said all of this to. She was saying it slyly. Like that was wry, dark, dry humor. I, she was pretending to be the people that she's trying right. to that's, um, stop. Did yeah, she just watch like, fucking Lenny Bruce and then was like, I'll do no, this. No, but like psychologically, you see where I'm coming from though, right? You're I, not I, missing I, that point. I get what you're saying, but yeah. it definitely came across that I was like, wait, definitely. what it, the fuck is this lady saying? She, she was, like, I think people back then were just maybe a little bit more cognizant of this kind of stuff. Like but, we're in a, like a politically volatile time right now. Back yeah. then it was politically volatile for a different reason. Also, you the, could make those jokes back then. The guy that get it. she was like the guy that's sitting down, he kind of had like a weird look on his face. Yeah. Everyone I, did. I, 
I'm, I guess they were all pretty I'm high. I'm still in the camp that she was rallying against the Black Panther Party. I can't. Could you imagine donning all of that kind of paraphernalia? People are going to think that you're a part of the Black Panther Party. And like she's giving out no. flyers. I she just, was wearing a white dude, dress. Dude, I feel like this chick saw like. And, and a white sign on her front. If this lady yeah, ever like met. Defend the Black Panthers. Uh, I don't think it said defend. I feel like we should watch this scene. Defe? I don't know. Defe. <laughs> Deface. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. defamation, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I definitely didn't get she that. She worked for the CIA. I heard her say, like, they're just black people, right? And, like, she was definitely joking then in my mind. I was like, oh, that's fucking... Yeah. That's, like, a, a strange way to try and represent the opposite side of what you're fighting for mm-hmm. in, in a way to, like, shame them. Because nobody would say that in their right mind. Oh, so so they're, there's they're a lot of people who are not in their right mind. Yeah. Well, And I don't think that this woman is one of those people. Maybe nowadays she would be seen as that. But, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I totally did not think that that was what she was doing. Dude, there's yeah. definitely been someone walking that, around a claim meeting with a bucket that oh, was yeah. like, hey, we got to take down. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, they walk around with... Uh, but, yeah, that scene was fucked up. And the naked guy? Do you remember the naked guy? That naked man? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There what was kind, a lot of naked people. What kind of... I just remember the naked guy. Not as many at Woodstock, I bet. Well, naked people? Way more naked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't Woodstock like more than a couple of days? No, it was three. It was, it was three. Yeah. Friday but this was Saturday just like Sunday. one night, right? This concert? I, I don't know. I th- I think it was Because there was a lot Saturday. of people... Because like Sunday? No, it must have been just Saturday. Yeah. It was just December 6th. Which is such... A, man, imagine going to a free fucking concert where the Rolling Stones, Tina Turner, the Grateful Dead... I don't think Tina Turner was there. She was in Madison Square Garden. Oh, okay. But like Grateful Dead, Jefferson yeah. Airplane... Well, some of the... Gra- is Jefferson Air- Jefferson Airplane was playing when they got in a fight with the Hells Angels, right? Or was that yeah. part of the Grateful Dead? No, that was Jefferson Airplane. Okay, I yeah. thought so. Because sure. I was like, oh, I didn't know that there was, because the way that's another thing, the way that that plays out, that like there's musicians arguing with the Hell's Angels because allegedly a Hell's Angels beat up a musician or something. Yeah, that was the guitarist. Yeah, and then it cuts vocalist. to Jerry Garcia, which is wearing like the coolest shit ever. <laughs> yeah, pawn Like I don't think that guy walked, man. I'm pretty sure he just floated wherever he went. Like he yeah. was just like under a cloud of weed smoke. Yeah. yeah. So when then one of the roadies or whatever is Tyler. <laughs> so Tyler just I'm uh, breaking shit. Yeah. This is background work. He's got a domestic going on. Yeah. So no, that was the lead. Yeah. So the way that that was, I thought that that was part of the Grateful Dead, and I was like, well, it might make sense because I don't really know the Grateful Dead. All I know is their music's like 30 fucking minutes long. So yeah. maybe it would make sense. They'd have like 80 people in their band. Yeah. There was a lot of people in the band, but no, that was, but, oh, okay. that was Jefferson airplane for okay. sure. Yeah. Cause he, he was seeing something going on down in the front of the crowd Yeah, and jumped down off stage. Cause he yeah. was the guy in the blue shirt, red scarf and cowboy hat. Okay. And sunglasses. I just yeah. described a hundred thousand, hundred thousand people. Yeah. I don't sure, whatever. Anyway, so he jumped down. He's the hippie looking guy. Yeah. And tried to break some shit up. Okay. And then one of the Hells Angels knocked him out clean. Also, it's hilarious. Have you ever seen concert footage where the musician is... Because I've seen concert footage where the musician is like, yo, security, fucking calm down or chill out a little bit. Mm. But have you ever seen footage where the security gets on mic and is like, no, (laughs) listen, this is your problem. Because you'd be like dude, I'm fucking paying you. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh shit, that's hilarious. That 
these legit like alcoholic fucking drug dealers are like trying to reason with Jefferson Airplane. No, it's not yeah. us, man. Bro, White it's Rabbit you. fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, imagine if it became personal yeah. like that. You've done way too much drugs, man. No. <laughs> Mitch, I would like to apologize to Christian. Oh, no. Um, Don't do this publicly. He was absolutely correct. Defend On the, the Panthers. I, I thought her sign said defeat the Panthers. What does it say? It says defend the Panthers. <laughs> but then why would she say? No, she says contributions to the Panther Defense Fund. Yeah. And again, as... So that's what all that racket was about? The, again, as I... The, as pa- I, the Panthers infiltrated and changed Tyler's mind really quick. As I heard it when I was originally watching it, I thought she was like trying to defend against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh. Yeah. One of Nixon's cronies. But, <laughs> but she says they're trying to kill them or they're trying to stop them by any means necessary. Not we're trying to stop oh. them by any means necessary. Well, she's right. Yeah. She said they're trying to stop them by any means necessary. Yeah. So, Christian, kudos to you. Oh, you are I, correct. I mean, I was just defending <laughs> some people that I hey. thought really needed to be defended. <laughs> hey. If it had have been the other way, I would have been equally as shocked. Yeah. Shout out, brother man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. Shout out. Apparently, I need to pay a little bit more attention to these documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Shame on me. So what is the Black Panthers? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. kidding. Um, and and I corrupted Mitchell's mind by texting him and be like, "Whoa, did you yeah. see the chick?" Oh so he, yeah. Yo, no, 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 yeah, no. I got all those texts. Yeah. We mm-hmm. just discovered how racism works. Just yeah. a simple misinformation. Yeah. So like disinformation. If, if Tyler's a ruler back in the day, and I'm a ruler, and he's like, "Hey, dude, do you know about this?" And I'm like, "Wow, that's crazy." Thanks for letting oh. me know. Yeah. Thanks, man. And then a lot of people would probably have some tears because of misinformation. And I'm like, hey, Tyler, remember when you told me? Yeah, that was fucked up, man. So another thing. But we're still rulers, so fuck it. Who cares? Just reviewing that footage. um, There's a one point in the documentary where someone's like, yeah, there was four four births, four deaths, and something else. I don't know what the other thing was. Alien abduction. I thought that was just kind of like a joke. Like, no. how could no. that evenly work out? That's fucked uh, up. So there was just a clip in here, like just before the Panthers defense woman mm-hmm. and this other girl's like, man, this girl's over there. Oh yeah. She's having a baby. Yeah. She's having a baby. And that's man. not a sixties euphemism. Dude, she's, like having a, she's having a baby and stabbing another dude. <laughs> the circle of life. Yeah. It's crazy. One in one. Yeah. Out. God damn. <laughs> They're doing musical theater. <laughs> Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that shocked the hell out of me. I did not know about the births. I knew about the deaths. I think there was one... No, I'm, yeah, going down a different direction now, but like there was one stabbing. Mm-hmm. I think two people died because they drowned. Because they were on LSD? Kind of fight wanna, with a puddle? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Maybe they just like passed out in like yeah. a, a mud pit or something. Yeah, that could I don't happen. Know. Or like you could also... I think on an autopsy, it's technically like drowning if you like swallow your own vomit. I oh shit. Well, maybe that was it, it then. might technically man, oh, man. be, but yeah. And then the third person, I don't remember uh, how they died. Car Do you think accidents? there's anyone that just like disappeared? Like went say they went there and then just, we don't know where they ended up. Mm. So do you know what happened to the, uh, Hell's angels member that, uh, stabbed, uh, the gentleman? He, he got um, he got off with it. Yeah, he acquitted. Yeah. Acquitted, that's the word. He didn't get off. <laughs> they, maybe. Well, he maybe got off, yeah. 
He was um, dancing with someone pretty hardcore earlier. They they reviewed the footage and realized that the guy who was stabbed pulled mm-hmm. his gun before the Hells Angel member pulled his knife and stabbed him. So it was self-defense. Oh, yeah. like, I guess like not to drive this nail home, but they were reviewing that gun flash footage yeah. to Mick and yeah. Chris. Yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. So like timeline wise, they, they definitely knew. Yeah. They watched all of that footage yeah. knowing full well what, what had happened. Yeah. 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 Cause you can see how, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did forget. Cause you can see how Mick Jagger's here. He's like his, expression kind of changes on his face where it's mm. kind of like but whatever happened to like Mick Jagger like the whole Rolling Stones band they Jesus. fucked off for two years and then they came back and they did Cocksucker Blues yeah pretty weird well, like but, no culpability and absolutely consequential consequenceless oh man you Americans are fucking crazy as, that's what it was later. as far as I took though like they never asked the Hells Angels to be there yeah, and this was their manager. The, yeah. And when he seemed like a nice guy, and when they started fighting <laughs> as well, like Mick Jagger said, like nobody's fight. Like the Hell's Angels need to piss off. Yeah, you guys need to piss off. Everyone needs to piss off. Man, so, but how out of it is fucking Keith Richards? He doesn't say shit. He's still playing the riff, riff, and Mick Jagger's like, Keith, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, shit, sorry. At man. the one point though, like he's pointing out like someone who's like, this this bugger's. Uh, um, fighting like he's yeah. starting shit. <laughs> you yeah. ruin everyone, everyone, Dave. Yeah, get out of here, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was so strange. So like this whole this whole doc leading up to watching it, I was I was looking up like the history of why Satan is liked at all. Like why would someone who represents all the most terrible things about humanity alive and in the afterlife? I have a theory. What's your theory? especially in Europe of just getting hammered with fucking God and being so fucking strict. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then the op- they're like, wait, what's the opposite? Like this mm. fucking guy? He doesn't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck so, yeah. Let's do this. Was, yeah. So this, this whole thing was just kind of fucking strange about that, that point. Like I've got a lot more to say about that, but yeah. All right. You're going to let me say it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I thought you were saying it. I was just saying mine. No, Tyler, I think Tyler's got something ready to go. No, that's okay. okay. Finish, so finish your thought. I'm, I'm confident and confused at how Mick Jagger represents himself. Yes. So he absolutely acts like a child. I think that is a widespread problem throughout society. starting back in like 1860, maybe 1850. With dude, the there's no, he's not like a normal person though, because he was, dude, he was so fucking famous. Mm-hmm. No, but he wasn't for when so he was long. born, right? Though, like, yeah, but he was famous when he was like 18. Mm-hmm. So this is a part of that. Back in the 1850s in America, at least the UK and Europe was a little bit late to the start on this particular uh, new feature of society, secondary school, high schools. Mm-hmm. So you used to just go to elementary school until like perceivably in our time, like grade seven or eight, yeah. maybe, maybe grade six. And then you'd fuck off and you'd start working. And Get that coal kid. Yeah, exactly. So you would just be labor. Yeah. You wouldn't need to be smart for any yeah. reason. Like if you can basically listen and look, you're good to go. That's all the education you're ever going to need. So, but like rich kids had higher education, some rich kids, some kids who were born yeah. into like a deeply religious uh, community or household or showed some aptitude for poetry or some shit uh-huh. or, or like the, the pulpit, um, they were taken and they were, they were taught if you were lucky. Yeah. Not every kid had that opportunity. Obviously, otherwise we'd be a lot fucking more smart and religious, but 
the high school system was invented to work alongside and to bring up the new generation in hopes of training them how to be managers uh-huh. because you don't need as many people to work in a forge if you've got an auto hammer. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't need as many kids to snatch a fucking like uh, a loom piece when you're creating linens and cloths. Yeah, we can make everyone a little smarter. Yeah, so exactly. You don't need to have as many people swinging hammers and sewing needles. You yeah. just need to have people to tell those few people what to do. So you, you need more managers. Sounding a little commie, but okay, keep it going. Is, you know, it's, it's strangely common, like uh, communist, but it's like the, the roots of capitalism. Yeah. So the high school was invented. Uh, enrollment was relatively low. I think in 1930, it was at 17%. And then by 1950, it was at 70%. Well, there was a couple of years there where those kids that were eligible for high school <laughs> went on a European vacation and a lot of them didn't come back. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so that, that whole culture used to be that adolescents from basically the age 12 or 13 would be brought up by adults 24 yeah. seven. Like you're in an adult world. You yeah. need to work with adults in yeah. their shops or their they're little artisan or like crafts houses. Anyways, so these kids now are growing up in their most formative time with each other. Mm-hmm. They create their own little fucking world. It's a city within a city. I've heard someone say mm-hmm. that the high school is a strange thing mm-hmm. and it changes you as a person from the start mm-hmm. that you're in a place surrounded by people who are not really much smarter than you mm-hmm. and you are a cohort against a small authority. It's like people versus the government. You're going to band with your people. Did- so like kids to kids is what's most important. Kids to their education or kids to the teachers, yeah. absolutely not important at all. So you're learning how to be a person from people who are just like you trying to figure out how to be a person. So yeah. independence, not independence in like, I'm an entrepreneur and I can go out and do a job on my own Mm -hmm. independence as in like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. So like a me attitude has been fostered. Uh, An instinct based attitude has been fostered because you don't know what the fuck to do. You're all just running off of each other like animals and you you're spurious. Yeah. And uh, to top that off, uh, fuck, there was one more point. Anyways. Um, you you basically accidentally become a child for life. And those people raised their kids with this childlike mentality and sent them to high school because this mm-hmm. is just a thing now. This is a structure of the government is secondary education, um, mandatory secondary education. So, Did you watch the documentary Teenager? No. Oh, okay. I watched American Teen. No. no. We should watch Teenager. <laughs> it's fucking cool. It's about like basically what you're just saying of like the first generation of kids that got to an age that didn't have to go to work. So they'd be like yeah. British kids or like, it's like just before the first world war, how like you could be like 17. And if you kind of came from money, you're like, man, I could just fucking chill mm-hmm. and hang out with my boys I and like hang out downtown, get some mad German puss puss. This yeah. is awesome. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much is what that is. But question Okay, I get what that has to do with the Rolling Stones. I was like, what the fuck does that have to do? So I get it. He's a child. Yeah. Wow, you really don't like the Rolling Stones. No, I just don't like that kind of fucking lame shit. Man, that's most musicians, though. Like, hear stories where you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. 
you're so talented, but you are such a fucking child. Like, yeah, Jesus you your, Christ. You wasted your opportunity. But that's so, like, yes men stuff, right? That's all that is. Like, it that's is. That's a part yeah. of it for sure. Yeah, like there's money to be made in the youth. So that yeah. kind of is the next couple of points is that so this secondary education society has emerged. It's made people, emerging people, more adolescent at heart. It makes things more creative. So like you can express yourself a little more. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that last part that I had forgotten earlier is like an intense uh, hedonistic attitude. So like all you really care about is pleasure mm-hmm. because you don't know the value of like hard work, like chopping wood for two hours. You're like, oh fuck, that's going to suck, but it'll feel good afterwards. Like mm-hmm. I'll have a big stack of wood. I'm prepared for the future. I know it was hard work, but I enjoy it and I understand it. And it's mm-hmm. a way for me to express my own vitality. Anyways, doesn't matter. That's less of the point. But like there was a major hedonistic attitude. And this is coupled with a major eroding religious attitude worldwide. Mm-hmm. People don't believe in God as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. They think that the church as a system is fucking corrupt and mm-hmm. it's not something to be trusted. So these two things, just before and following World War II, create a huge adolescence and, and religiousless society. Also, Vietnam's going on at that time. So there's, yeah, there's government discontent and mistrust. And after World War II, major economic boom. So many people made so much money that like you said, like kids in like pre-World War I, they're just like, fuck, if I kind of come from at least a little bit of money, I don't got to do shit. I can hang out with my friends six out of seven nights a week. Yeah, we'll and figure, especially in a city where they're like, oh man, they just got this new thing called electricity. Yeah. So like, I don't Bro. care about education. I don't yeah. care about going to work. All I care about is my social standing with my friends and what that feels yeah. like. And it's got to feel good. And I don't care about going to hell because it's Whoa. fucking bullshit. So all of this makes the Rolling Stones very fucking appealing for this time and place. And it makes the Rolling Stones absolutely a part of that time and place that they're no different from the people that they're playing to. Yeah, absolutely. So like this major animalistic attitude is played for animals by animals. So like it's, it's going to get out of control. So that leads me to believe that Mick Jagger thought that he was some kind of pseudo Satan with a demonic charisma. I can't take the phrase demonic charisma as my own. That was from a criterion collection article. Anyways, I don't think we thought you thought of it, but keep going. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> Good try. This, this pseudo-Satan Mick Jagger is up on stage pretending like as if he's 17 <clears throat> back in high school and he's the popular kid and he's being a fucking class clown and everyone loves it because they're all the kids in the class who aren't class clowns. They're laughing and having a good time. Also, they're like, he's speaking English, but in an accent. It's so strange. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. So, like, he was a spectacle to behold, especially for the times. He represents something that they all hold really close to themselves because they've got nothing else. There's weird psychological shit with, like, famous people, like, musicians, too. Like, there's weird, weird stuff with that. Are you saying that's why the fights broke out? No, not at all. So, this is the weird, super weird point. This whole fucking... um, (laughs) harangue that I've gone on is to make this point in that Mick Jagger stands up on stage and he's energetic fucking Satan Mm -hmm. and then something bad happens and he's like come on guys why can't we just all love each other and kiss goodbye Mm -hmm. he's like could you imagine being in hell and Satan's just like hang on guys maybe don't fight so much be like dude you're not fucking Satan like this is not my hell hey 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 Everyone has good days and bad days. <laughs> so Satan's you got a couple think, of good days, apparently. Yeah, bro, 
No, you, but like, can yeah. can you see what I'm saying? Like, that's fucking that's, weird. That's a South Park skit. You're up there like, pretending to be Satan. Yeah. And then when oh, something bad happens, you're like, hey, yeah. calm but, down, everyone. Why don't you all just sit down and listen to the tune? It's also but, weird that, oh, sorry. What say, say? Do you think that Ozzy Osbourne would have had a different um, reaction than Mick Jarrett? Nope. No, I think he would have had the exact Not same reaction. All. Yep. No, but yeah. this is yeah. like the weird fucking oh. show that they put For on. For sure. That's why so like, like the one person that I can, like I'm not super deep into music, but like you, you know who Gigi Allen is, right? Mm-hmm. So like, do you know who Gigi Allen is, Tyler? No. He's like this, was this like super, super fucking weird punk dude that like would get naked on stage and like put the microphone in his ass and do like <laughs> super fucked up shit. But I feel like he would just keep playing and yeah. then like, Oh, everyone like he would keep playing when everyone like dies, like yeah. kills each other. Like he raises. So he's the one he's guy. Fucking... And even the shit that he did, people were like, man, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like he, he would raise hell. So up it is funny that and like, then live in the fire. Yeah. But like Mick Jaggard's like he, yeah. he, invokes the spirit and charisma of Satan and hell. And then he's like, whoa, no, 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 no. Let's just party. Dude, you like, know that. You're so fucking backwards. Like, but you're contradicting You know yourself. that they but jacked themselves just... up with fucking heroin and we're yeah, like, we got to do a seance. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. But I think that's just the entertainment industry in a whole, as a whole. hundred like percent. Because it's, it's yeah. geared for kids and it's designed yeah. by kids at this point. It's hilarious that they played Sympathy for the Devil. And he's like, I don't understand why every time we play this, people start getting violent. Like, is your like, fucking brain empty? Do you remember writing this song and what it's about? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not that you're God. Yeah. Like, you're the devil yeah. in this? And then, like, so <laughs> they they pretend like they're devils. And then when real fucking evil shows up, yeah. they shut their mouths and they yeah. run off stage <laughs> like kids. They're like, huh. Like they hit their sibling and then they got caught red handed and they're like, it's the blame game. They're yeah. like, it wasn't me. I yeah. didn't do yeah. it. Like they fucking, they play the little red faced card and I'm like, you that, fucking piece That of is shit. kind of funny how you said they dipped out of North America for two years because the Hells Angels was pissed because the well, Hells Angels yeah. kind of like, hey, That's a good point, the actually. Rolling Stone was like, yo, they, it was the Hells Angels that did all the violence. Yeah, you fucked us. And they dropped Sympathy for the Devil from their sets for five years. Right? Oh, no. They didn't play it again until 1975 uh, when Eric Clapton oh, joined them for first of their fi- first of five shows at Madison Square Garden. Oh, man. Was it Cream or just Clapton? Uh, it says Eric Clapton. Oh, so damn. I I'd like to think Ginger Baker was there. <laughs> and also, so it showed Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead there. They did not perform. No, he dropped out because of what happened earlier. Yeah, so man, nice. his reaction—he's like, "Oh man!" So, yeah. no. <laughs> like, I feel That's like true. you could have been like Jerry. You got twenty minutes to live. Everyone on Earth is dying. He's like, "Oh man." There's three three <laughs> okay. bands that were supposed to appear, um, but didn't uh, end up playing. Uh, so it's Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, mm-hmm. Santana, and the Grateful Dead. Damn. So they were supposed to play before the Rolling Stones. Yeah, they all backed out because of what happened uh, earlier in the day. Uh, I I don't even know if this concert, I have heard conflicting stories about its origin, that it was designed by Grace Slick with Jefferson Airplane and Jerry Garcia together because like they toured all across America yeah, like this was huge makes more sense or that because the Grateful was, Dead uh, had a huge following mm-hmm. right so like, that just followed them around and like they both I think the Grateful Dead played they definitely played at Woodstock 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the last groups and yeah. so did Jefferson Airplane yeah so they wanted to do this out uh-huh. west because like that's all that's where they were all hanging out yeah and 
they just like this was just a benign free concert. No oh, big cool. deal. Or it was the Rolling Stones uh, manager wanting to host a free concert just for publicity, I guess. Well, so the thing I find the funniest about that when they're like, so basically the, the way this doc, we've talked a little bit about the structure kind of starts off the reviewing footage of past concerts and, and stuff. And then, you know, there's a meeting with the mayor of San Francisco and he's calling the, uh, Altamont uh, racetrack uh, owner and talking to him about it and they're trying to set everything up and the racetrack owner says I don't want to be put out a nickel for this if there's a blade of grass um, broken I want it replaced there is no fucking way you throw a concert anywhere yeah and nothing gets ruined yeah. I think he was just saying that like you can ruin whatever you want but you're gonna pay for it yeah like I don't want to be out for yeah. this concert, I'll absolutely put up my event. It'd be like you having a house party here. Like yeah. you guys come over and party for sure, but like don't fucking punch holes in the wall. Jesus. Yeah. And if you do fucking plaster it over for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the way he talked, he's like, like he seemed like hesitant to do it. He's like, yeah. oh, I yeah. don't know. Like uh, if something gets, uh, gets wrecked, yeah, like I, I don't want to be out of nickel. Yeah. He, w- he went from that to when it's going on, like, Hey, make sure the press, knows that it's Jerry's fucking <laughs> yeah. Jerry whatever's yeah. raceway. So he's like pushing his name. Yeah. And then that grass gets all stained and stinky. And yeah. A bunch of people died. A bunch of like, afterbirth. Too. Oh man. He was like, what do we do about this? That, that grass would be absolutely. Turn three is a little slippery. Would, would be mud. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's yeah. all it would be with 300,000 people Ugh. trampling on it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So there's a lot of information um, that I came across that I was expecting to sort of hear about in the doc. I knew that it was by the Maisels brothers. Uh, what are their names? Arthur and David? So, something. Yeah. They have know. names. Um, Do they? They, I assume so. No, they're just the Maisel brothers. It's like, <laughs> it's like reverse share. Yeah. <laughs> so uh. they have only a last name. Yeah. yeah. And what if Cher had a sister? She might. I, I don't Does know. She? I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't have a husband. He got beat up by a tree. Whoever's listening right now, let us know if Cher has a sister. Let us know. <laughs> so the Maisels brothers did this, but they're really known for like direct cinema. They mm-hmm. don't, or cinema verite. Anyways, but like they, they don't really fuck around with title cards and narration and information. It, it's totally not their style. So mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised not to see any of that stuff, but you film so much you would expect to basically get a running uh like play-by-play of what's going on basically on the camera because you just you have the ability to film and capture all of this visual and audio information it's going to come up somewhere but it it doesn't Mm -hmm. so i was i was definitely expecting to hear more about the structure of altamont right we really just got that it was a short uh short notice venue choice and the stones were going to be not the stones the the hell's angels were going to be security which is another weird story that i think the manager of the stones kind of misinformed or misinterpreted who the hell's angels were no. in san francisco cuz there's a pseudo branch in the uk and those guys are super cool apparently the rolling stones had them do security in a uk concert of theirs uh-huh. and it was great they were really nice people they're I probably think, still affiliated, but it's just that yeah. division is not as intense. Like Maybe. they know. Yeah, for sure. So like they just assumed that the Hells Angels were a viable choice for security because it yeah. was cheap, non-professional. They weren't cops. 
because the Rolling Stones would absolutely have been arrested yeah. for most of the shit that they were doing because they were definitely like they were drugged up for sure. Oh, fuck, like dude. they were loaded, and that's not gonna fly. It, I don't care, like what era it's in. Like Nick yeah. is Nixon in power at sixty nine. He must think have so. He must I have think been because so. he was the one pushing Vietnam. I don't remember. I'm not super proficient on American presidential. But you know who would have been by his side? My main Roger Stone. That's true. So Roger was probably there being a fucking (laughs) infiltrator. Like I'm gonna fucking kill all these fucking hippies. Yeah. Like a little Cartman. Gross. Um, But he would have been doing drugs too. Probably. Yeah. I was going to say something. I I think it's just that the house angels has remarkably insanely good PR. Yeah. It's really weird that like corporations need to be like, wait, how the fuck? Well, I think we've talked about this. How do you guys do this? Previous podcast. So uh, like you can buy, um, hell's angels t-shirts and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that now. Yeah. I don't Um, know what one that was. Do you know who was a cameraman on this, but no (laughs) no footage ever made it into the dock? I do. I have no George Lucas. Like Star Wars, George Lucas. And that's yeah. awesome that Lucas you said film. that. Like I would. <laughs> hey, you know George Lucas? Uh, yeah. Fuck. Shot. Dude, okay. I was thinking of his brother that works at UPS for thirty-two years. Or hey, Lucas. He had a great career. Yeah. He shot oh, like a hundred hours of footage. And Holy they, they, shit! And they were like, nah. the film jammed at the end. And made at Altamont. Basically made all the footage unusable. Oh, because it would have jammed and then white probably. Oh, yeah. no. Fuck. And what an idiot. So I guess there's... There Stupid Wookiee. There is some footage he shot in another documentary yeah. from that. Okay. Like, there was cool. like a, a oh, long panning crowd shot. Uh, it was used like, I think it was called, uh, I have it right here. Um, the Rolling Stones... The Hell's Angels and the Inside Story of Rock's Darkest Day. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So one of his shots made it into that. But cool. Um, the knife that the guy gets stabbed with—that's a fucking machete. That's a big knife. Yeah. Like even in the still frame, it's like film, so it's pretty grainy. And then you're like, "Whoa, that's that's clearly visible." Although there's looked, a lot going on. It there. looked like a very big gun as well. So I wanted. I was wonder a big if revolver. There, if, if yeah. there's like some some frame blending kind of thing going on. Oh, oh maybe. Yeah. 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 You haven't seen those knives that are also guns. Yeah. <laughs> well, could, yeah. The gun looked like it was like one of those like really long barreled revolvers, which yeah. I don't see someone carrying. Okay. The- okay. I'm sorry. Um, the guy was wearing perfect outfit to do some cool green screen shit with. Oh yeah. It was like a, it was <laughs> I'm like just a saying. bright lime. You could have like a floating like knife. Polyester suit. And like, look at this Hells Angels guy took out this floating knife. That guy died. Meredith uh, Hunter floating died. Guy. <laughs> but you oh could like God. make the the green like make him look like a big. I'm not gonna say monster because I don't know. You could you could do artistic things with it. It would be oh. pretty cool. But that's awesome so, that you knew the guy's name. So that's good. Shout out <laughs> to the Martins. Hunter. 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 Sorry. Hunter. Shit. Meredith. Meredith. We were we were talking earlier about how people died. Um, so. Two deaths were caused by a hit and run car accident. Jesus. And one young man fell into a ditch and died of suffocation. Okay. That's maybe what I was uh, misremembering. Fell into a ditch. Man, that guy had no friends. That sucks. Mm. Do you know who the other opening act for for the Stones on this tour was? But it didn't show? Britney Spears. Um, No. You'll never guess. (laughs) The Beatles? 
No, it's a blues artist. Oh. Blues Muddy artist. Waters. What? B.B. No. King. Oh. Gross. Oh, what? man. Gross. Neat. Wait, why is that gross? Because like 90% of the Stones' songs were like blues ripoffs. I, I would say blues inspired. Blues inspired? Yeah. <laughs> They're not like blatantly as ripped off as like... Satisfaction. Zeppelin shit, yeah. right? One of the most popular songs ever wasn't theirs. I think that was Otis Redding. And I think he did a cover of someone. Man. Yeah. Otis Redding just gets, keep getting fucked. Like yeah. Jay-Z and Kanye did a song where they didn't like clear the rights for some Otis Redding shit. Well, they just I, think I'm it's theirs, sure. man. I'm pretty sure the, the Stones probably bought the rights or it was written, like they paid for it to be written. I doubt it. Yeah. Otis is just then. sitting on the dock yeah. crying. He was already dead though, right? Because he died in like I don't the know. Mid, mid to late 50s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He died when he was like 28 years old. Damn. Just yeah. missed the 27 club. What happened? Huh. I think it was a plane crash. Fuck, eh? Yeah. Do I need to fact check this? Um, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. He, I, I he mean, died I, really young though. I love Otis Redding, so. Yeah. But yeah, there's like, like you, you don't like the uh, Rolling Stones at all? No, not really. Uh, I think that they represented a huge change in society yeah. uh, in general. Yeah. Like they, they marked a change and they also brought about a change. Uh-huh. But I don't know how valuable that change really is because it wasn't really done in a mature way. It was done uh-huh. in like a, an unconscious, um, spurious way. No one really knew what they were doing. Yeah. So how valuable that really is. And like no one knew what they were doing back then and no one really has taken heart uh, what had happened back then nowadays. Mm-hmm. So how valuable all this change has been, I think has gone underneath the brain radar of most people that something had happened, something mm-hmm. changed with mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. but nobody can put their finger on it and nobody cares anyways. Man, you fucked that up. You so, should have said their thumb. <laughs> Come o- on. Otis Redding died at 26. Oh, from, sh- from a plane crash. 26 years old, had four kids, four kids, yeah, four kids. Well, he was four a musician. Right? <laughs> He's putting down. Man, but he did a lot of music. He produced yeah. a lot of music for being just 26 years old. Holy fuck. Absolutely. Yeah, um, he's one of my favorites. Damn. But yeah, I got like a handful of Stone songs that are cool. I, like I, I enjoy for the, the Stones. Sympathy for the Devil is a cool song. Like Mother's Little Helper is a cool song. Because like mm. the stories, Wild Horses is kind of a cool song. <laughs> High School Blues is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like that song. Oh, we'll yeah, the one that, that they... Cocksucker blues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. How many times do you think Mick Jagger has had a pee-pee in his mouth? (laughs) Is he still he's still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just ask him. Hey! Uh, (laughs) So when when we're talking about the like why they would use the Hell's Angels, the Grateful Dead always use Hell's Angels for their security. Holy fuck. This is a strange difference though. But it was later revealed that of the Hells Angels that were at this concert, yeah, none of the leaders were there. It was just like uh, neophytes, oh, and, and so I think they didn't have that damn. that structure. They didn't have to say, "Okay, guys, yeah. like we don't need any extra heat." Yeah, be fucking mature. Yeah, and these guys were just there, like they're yeah. low level guys that 
you know, yeah. they're fucking idiots. They were at work and the boss is left for the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we're fucking. We're, like the one guy said, like, we were asked to sit on the stage and drink. And that's what we did. <laughs> kind of. They're like, well, yeah, yeah, of course, nothing's bad's going to happen when people walk around that they're like outlaws and they just get hammered. So that was that was going to be my next point that like the Grateful Dead definitely weren't drinkers, like drinker drinkers, not like the fucking Hells Angels or the Rolling Stones were. And they definitely didn't do fucking heroin and meth. Which the whole uh, the, the Holding Stones the the Rolling Stones absolutely did so like an abundance of alcohol no real police force no authority figures for your pseudo police force yeah. and like the weirdest most aggressing drugs out there I said this to Amanda like if you had this same concert no beer like if everyone was just yeah. stoned I don't have the fucking energy to do that shit when I'm stoned I'm not gonna fuck or like anyone. a Grateful Dead concert where they're just fucked on LSD exactly where like, like you're the guy that with the audio. The yeah. guy, and he's like, oh man, like, I don't even know what yeah. he was saying. No, nope. he's like, oh no shit, idea. this guy's just loving everybody. And, yeah. I, and I don't think we can blame the stones for the fighting. No, because I it, don't it happened before so. they were even mm-hmm. like close yeah. to being on. No, right? I blame, I blame alcohol yeah. for sure. If everyone yeah. was smoking weed in abundance, yeah. no one's going to be moving. Like yeah. you are all probably going to be asleep and it was a hot fucking day. So like yeah. beer and a hot day, man, oh man, it gets oh, you nuts. Man. But like, yeah, this wouldn't have happened if everyone was just Ugh. smoking weed. This has been named uh, one of the 25 most dangerous films. Dangerous most films? Dangerous films. Yeah. This is a criterion. I thought that was criterion. cool. Yeah. yeah. Dangerous. How so? Like, don't I guess because four together. people died while well, filming I, it? it yeah, probably, what the fuck? Like, so every war documentary? <laughs> well, like, know. it probably incites people to be crazy and rebellious and to be... Like, uh, like toss caution to the wind. Yeah. I don't know. It is no just, I guess you could see it as like teaching for like mob mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah. This that's is a what happens when shit gets crazy. That's what I was thinking too. Like, what do you expect when you host like 300,000 people, yeah. no police force yeah. and it's all kids and beer. That's oh, gotta be fun to just like, I don't have personal responsibility. Yeah. Let's burn this motherfucker down. There are too many people here for me to be culpable yeah. for anything. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, a little fun fact, Meredith Hunter was not killed during Sympathy for the Devil. Oh, no? He was killed on, at the first verse of Under My Thumb, or, yeah, Under My Thumb. Oh, that's Under fucked up. Yeah. Oh, that was the song where Mick was singing, like, uh, like it's all going to be okay. Thumb, or, and that's the second time they sang it that night. Weird. He, he sang it when he was killed, and then they, they did it again. So, and then another so person was killed. Contrary to popular belief, Meredith Hunter was not killed during the performance of Sympathy for the Devil. He was actually stabbed just as the Rolling Stones started the first verse of Under My Thumb. The version of Under My Thumb that appears in the film was actually played after the killing with the stabbing moved to the end of the second version of the song. So, wow. so they probably just started it, didn't get into the song. He got stabbed. They stopped. Yeah. It was taken away. And then, oh shit, that guy got stabbed. And then they, they played it again at a different point to, to play that song. So like just as much as like this, this was kind of a cool documentary. I wouldn't say it was a great one. because no. It's confusing as fuck. Um, structurally and content wise, it's hard to pinpoint anything. It's hard to put anything under your thumb and be like, this is true. Oh, what we need to ask ourselves, gents who do you think the guy was trying to shoot? And do you think he was like probably Mark David Angel. Chapman in, in, in himself where he was like, I could fucking shoot Mick Jagger. Is that the guy who killed John Lennon? Yeah. Okay. I don't Mark, know. Mark I, David I, Chapman? I, I yeah. bet you he was going to kill the Hells Angels. You think so? Yeah. Take out an angel. Well, 
I, I'm sending you to heaven, son. To, to be honest, I think it was just one of those things like tempers flare up when people are drinking and maybe he got pushed. Um, this so he was said, the second time that you. he had had an altercation with uh, one of the Hells Angels. Oh, really? Well. Oh. Um, oh, well, then he, he was up on stage, got, got dragged down. Yeah, maybe. Could you imagine walking back to your car? It's like 10 miles away. Yeah. Hey, Christian, what are you doing? <laughs> be right back. Yeah, man, he seems upset. You think he'll Put be on okay? My coat? <laughs> oh, I'm kay. grabbing my hat. Well, there's gonna be two ways this is gonna happen. I'm gonna fucking Yosemite Sam some of the fuckers. <laughs> man, those those guys are Bugs Bunny. You feel me? He pulls like, the gun out oh. of his pants and it just keeps going and yeah. going. Man, that's a big revolver. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee hasn't even come out yet, so I don't <laughs> understand these references. The Hell's Angel starts to pull the knife out of his belt yeah. and it keeps going and going. <laughs> Do you know who Johnny Thunders is? Johnny Thunders? Sounds like a guy that does naked movies. <laughs> was it the fat naked guy? No. He's yeah. a legendary punk guitarist. Johnny he, Thunders. Was yeah. he playing there? No. He is seen in the uh, um, in the crowd during the first performance when they're at uh, Madison Square Garden. Oh, no shit. Oh, cool. Wow. Shout out, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Thunder. So this was, was um, Thunder. This was, yeah, this was a strange documentary. For sure. You think it's on the Criterion Collection just because it's a famous story and it's kind of sort of like a time capsule of mm-hmm. like this is how teenagers and people got together and like the logistics of something like this where you're like, oh yeah, you had to be like fucking face to face or like on a conference call with someone else where like, like, cause you're like, wait, who am I talking to here? I'm like, oh, this is the guy that's setting up the parking lot stuff. Mm-hmm. So then you see them talking and no one else can really talk in the room. Yeah. So you're I like, oh, fuck, um, now you get like three people and you could get a whole fucking everything set up. I think it was historical in terms of like direct cinema documentary. Yeah. For okay. sure. Because it was a super small crew, like yeah, one just audio guy. letting them go. Well, I guess it was, it was two brothers. Like they set up a ton of cameras because obviously yeah. George Lucas had a camera, but I think they were like basically two main crews. Like you've yeah. got a filmer and you've got an audio guy. You both have a suitcase and that's pretty much it. So like oh, really okay. small crew. You're not obstructing too much. Yeah. And like you said, like you're capturing what people are doing at this time yeah. and why. But yeah. also, this was a huge moment for Americans, for music, for drugs. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that this is one of the first times cocaine was openly used in the States. Before, it was pretty fucking under the radar. Yeah. Not a ton of people were doing cocaine. Yeah. Uh, but the Rolling Stones absolutely had a, an in on how to get cocaine. And they they are accredited through this event uh, with like bringing cocaine to rock and roll, like the circuit of rock and roll. Fuck yeah, Mick Jagger. So something very confusing that I'm I'm reading here. So earlier it said uh, that Crosby, Stills, uh, Nash and Young didn't play; they backed out. Mm. But then it says here during Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young's performance, Stephen Sills was continually stabbed in the leg by one of the Hell's Angels. Man, he just kept playing. <laughs> What? Yeah. Dude. So I, I don't know I don't, which one is, is true. I don't know. All right. So out of the three of us, I would say that you are the most musician-y out of all of us. <laughs> um, yeah, if you were drumming. Stab the most? Okay. Here's my question. If you're drumming away, like just Christian doing his thing, how many times did you get stabbed before you skip a beat? Like one. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, half, half a stab. How much heroin have I done? Yeah. Did. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did the, oh, yeah, okay. Good question. I don't know. I don't think Neil Young's ever done drugs. No? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
so this concert wasn't originally likely we said Altamont was uh, kind of a last minute thing it was supposed mm-hmm. to originally be at Golden Gate Park yeah um, but the uh, which is I'm assuming like right by the bridge yeah that man visually that would have looked cool as fuck and the city pulled the permit because it had like the, 10 drownings the um, the 49ers were supposed to play their final home game uh, the day after <sighs> and they didn't want this huge group of hippies yeah. clashing with a huge group of football fans. That would have happened for oh, yeah. sure. That would have happened. The, the people at the concert would have camped out in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right side by side yep. of the stadium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. And yeah, they didn't want the, the clash. Get out of here, of, hippie. We're fucking right. tailgating. Yeah. Like, Jimmy, go get them. The people at the football game and the people at the concert probably would not mesh all that well at that point in time. No. Hey, man, you need to chill your balls, bro. <laughs> Is that a football tactic? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Put your balls on ice and come back to me when you're not so heated. It, but so That's I think kind of the one thing because of this doc, the only reason that they were able to point, the cops were able to point out that Meredith Hunter had a gun. Yeah. It's because they were filming this. Yeah. And Lucky he was break. standing in front of a woman wearing a white shirt. Yeah. So it showed the outline of the gun. Yeah. You see that woman later in the dock too, being yeah. consoled out front of an ambulance or something. Yeah. 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 She like, she definitely knew him because it was like, he can't be alone. Mm. Uh, that brings to me to the point of when she's being consoled and the guy's like, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. As there's like, he's in a black bag. <laughs> like they don't, he's not, he's not going to die. Yeah. That's, that's a special black. It's like an iron lung. They put him in that to save him. He'll be okay. It's just mm. being, Cryogenically frozen. Yeah, like, I was Disney. like, oh no, that guy's like, he's dead. <laughs> he got stabbed in the head. Oh, those iron lungs, man. Man, when like stabbing footage is freaky, but when it's like up high, it's just like, oh no, that's going in the head. Oh mm. Jesus. Oh Jesus. It, I can't say that I've ever watched anyone get stabbed. Well, not yeah. in real life, but like, I don't know, like documentaries, I guess. You have boring weekends. Yeah. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> you don't watch people get stabbed in real life often? No, you live in a small town. <laughs> small town stabbing. I guess I need to get town need to watch that more. Oh man, new doc name. Yeah, small town stabbings. Uh, I'm feeling a new podcast coming on. The Mowgli that stabs. The Mowgli that stabs. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. yeah. So the I Rolling mean, Stones. This was one hell of a lot better than the Metallica doc. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. At least this means something to like the world at large. Bro, yeah. you don't get Metallica, man. No, I don't think I do. You don't get the struggle. <laughs> I can see it, but I don't get it. That just made me want to puke. It's crazy yeah. that the Rolling Stones are <laughs> still a band when like half of the Beatles are dead and the other half are like almost dead. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, the I think Paul Stones. McCartney and, and Ringo Starr are still pretty lively. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But like just of like the lifestyles, like it just seems that the Rolling Stones dudes are way more open about like, man, I don't even know how we're still alive. It's like we've done everything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Keith Richards has literally just um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Skin graft? Like mummified himself? Mummified himself from like the inside out with all the booze and drugs. Like that is the only explanation. They got to send him to Mars. He's like, it's okay guys. The air quality is a little low, but we'll be all right. Keith Richards will outlive us all. I'm going to put (laughs) that on paper right now. For sure. For sure. Keith Richards will outlive us all. Yeah. Dude, the guy, like 
I forget when he was uh, shooting the the Pirates of the Caribbean movie where he played Johnny Depp's dad. That was Keith Richards. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, dude! He looked good. A guy that yeah. did heroin his whole career got Disney money. Fuck yeah, Disney. Um. Wow. He well, because that's like Johnny Depp based his character on Keith Richards, like his the mannerisms. What? Yeah. I thought that it was Hunter Thompson. No. <laughs> that, that was that was a different movie. I'm a fucking pirate. <laughs> yeah, that was him driving well, around. He did the one and then never stopped. With um, Bentley's, yeah. Yeah, like true. his Jack Sparrow character was based on Keith Richards' no like uh, mannerisms and stuff like yeah. that and, and the way he talks. Holy shit. Um, so who better to play his dad than Keith Richards, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, the raisin himself. But uh, I think I think it was then like when That's he was his street name when he was filming that like he climbed up a palm tree and fell out of a palm tree at like late sixties early seventies mm-hmm. he was like yeah I'm I'm good <laughs> like the guy is literally indestructible oh, I blew like, up my hip mate <laughs> fix like, me <laughs> yeah get makeup Fuck. down here that's crazy I th- see that you is know fucked. I have I have a theory along with the the drugs and booze. It's the very tight clothes, keeps everything compressed, mm. keeps everything working. Yeah. I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah. I'm actually 355 pounds. <laughs> he jumps around and it literally yeah. jump starts yeah. his heart. You feel yeah. the ground shaking? <laughs> so, that's yeah. me. That, that's, my, that's my theory. Drugs and booze working from the inside out. Maybe. Tight yeah. clothes, keeping everything compressed, everything in place. That's his book title, Levi Saved My Life. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got that Levi money now. Yeah, they're like, fuck yeah. I and like that tie side. That's good. Those snakeskin boots he had? Yeah. Fuck, that made me feel weird. I yeah. have a pet snake, and it's a boa constrictor, so I was like, oh. Dude, I would rock some balling-ass snakeskin boots. If I didn't have to pay for them. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I, I would put spurs on mine. Fuck yeah, them. just smash them together every once in a while. Yeah, like, just, oh, what's just, your horse's name? Be like, fuck horses. Yeah, yeah every time I walk, just... My horse's name is Go Fuck Yourself. I'm a huge jazz fan. Yes. If I could legally have a gun, I would, but legally I can't. So I just got these gay ass spurs. Oh, man. Oh, it sounds like something OJ Simpson would say. If I could legally have a gun, I would, but I can't. Man, I really want to stay. Oh, no. Sorry. I can't say that. I really want to stand up for what's right. Man, have you seen those Jinsu knives? Those things will cut anything. OJ, don't 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 talk about knives. So Damn. who's uh, who's picking? I picked this, one? didn't I? I no, think so. I think yeah, you picked this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? No, we'll I think, check the record. I think yeah. I picked this one. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely Christian. It was okay. Give it a well, shake. Then it's you, Tyler. Oh uh, yeah, it's okay. You guys have the bull over there. You guys pick. <sighs> you lazy you guys, son of a bitch. You guys are doing a, a swell bang up job. At what? There's something hard in here. That's what she said. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. Ease up there, Mick. If we get another music doc, I'm gonna punch you right in the balls. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm putting it back in. Oh come oh, on! Oh fucking right! <laughs> Enron, the smartest guys in the room. Oh, oh. shit! So we'll go from rock music to rock bottom. Oh Jesus! Fuck yeah! Holy frack! I got paid for that one. Oh, okay. nice. <laughs> got that Enron money. Enron. We've heard of, I've heard about this one. Yes. Have you seen yeah. this one? I think, mm, I think so. This I've, is from I've a director. We've already watched it. one of his movies, I believe. The smartest guys in the room. It sounds. Oh familiar. yeah. It's Alex Gibney. Okay. The one, the only Alex Gibney. Nice. Mm. All right. Sick. Yeah. Well, let's watch people lose millions. When did it come out? 
This came out something? 2005. It is listed as a crime documentary. <laughs> that no one went to jail. <laughs> it's going to be good. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll be back with some Enron and some, some crime next week. It's not my favorite kind of crime doc, but we'll I'll watch it. We'll, we'll let it uh, we'll let it slide. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everyone. I guess I was gonna say see you again next week, but talk to you again next week. Keep it slick. Say whatever you want.